This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partner who is on the way, Java Chapman, Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi is out today. You already know, we're traveling the state, letting you know about the people, places, and events that make us great. Today, we're on the road. Next stop, we're here. It's the 59th Annual Dixie National Livestock Show and Rodeo. We are live at the Trademark Building during the Dixie National Rodeo Days. Again now, listen, these days are going all the way up until the Sunday, February the 11th, but the rodeo is actually going to be going on until Saturday, February 17th. So you need to get into all of this. And today I have got a lineup that I am so excited about. We have got some great people here. We've got a rodeo clown. We've got a rodeo announcer. And we also have a rodeo queen. But you know what we're going to look forward to today as well? We're going to look forward to introducing not only the Mississippi Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce, Andy Gibson, but also American Idol's own I'm talking about finalists. He's one of our state reps for us, literally out there in the streets. Colin Stowe is going to be in the building with us today. So this is definitely going to be a day that you want to get into. Right now, though, with me, like I was telling y'all, I have got Miss Rodeo America herself, Emma Cameron. She is in the building. Hey, Emma, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hey, thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming on and good morning to you. I've also got rodeo announcer Andy Stewart in the building. Well, good morning. Glad to be with you. Hey, good morning, Andy. I loved having you last year. I'm so glad to have you back. And this year, I've got rodeo clown Dusty Myers in full garb. Good morning. Good morning to all y'all. I'm just so glad that y'all are here. I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and get started. Dusty, announcer, announce and let everybody know why they should come to the 59th Annual Dixie National Livestock Show and Rodeo. Well, it, it's truly the greatest family entertainment that you can find today in the sports world. We uh, we pride ourselves on putting on a high energy and a lot of excitement. You know, rodeo uh, being America's original sport, it is pure unadulterated competition. There's no teams. There's no guaranteed paydays and an ultimate match between man and beast. Uh, it's it's true sport down to its core, and we bring it in a very special way. We have a lot of what we like to call flash and trash, a lot of lights, pyrotechnics. Uh, it's an exciting show. We like to say we'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the end. So it's a great family here and family, a lot of fun, a lot of history here, you know. Uh, when we talk about 59 years of this great event, the economic impact that it has not only on the city of Jackson, but the state of Mississippi as a whole, you really get to see all of the agricultural parts of the state come together in one place and yeah. realize just how big agriculture is in this state and what an important role that it does play. And so the Dixie National is very special in a lot of different ways. And on top of that, you get a lot of great live entertainment yeah. from some of the greatest country artists uh, that have been around right. excited this year. Uh, us old guys, we love Tracy Bird, and uh, he was, uh, he's going to be here on Saturday, and we're excited about that. And of course, Colin will be here uh, to tonight. open rodeo tonight. Yeah, so we're just there's so much to see and do here with the trademark and everything that goes on. It is truly a spectacle. 
for everybody to come being part of. And we're just glad to be here and be a part of it. That's so awesome, Andy. You know what my favorite part of coming here is literally, y'all, I'm, t- I'm talking about so humble, so nice, so welcoming. I really do love coming to the rodeo just to literally sit down and be able to talk to y'all about what's going on here. So now, Andy- we're, we're, we're very blessed and humble that, uh, that we were given God-given talents and able to go out and use the talents that he's given us to be a part of something that we truly love, mm-hmm. which is the sport of rodeo. And we take a lot of pride in that. And I, and I say this in every opening, one thing that I think that separates us from other professional sports is we take time, every performance to honor God and country. We welcome all people, all races, creeds, religions here to introduce them to an American original. Right. The very first sport in America was rodeo. That's Back right. It, off, it was cowboys on the ranches in competition and yeah. give birth to this. And it is still uh, one of the most viewed and attended professional sports in the United States. I believe America. it. It's still in the top four. Uh, average attendance at rodeos at all levels. Right. Fortunately, here we're at the top level right. with the best athletes in our sport. So we're right. we're very humble to be here and blessed. And uh, man, we love what we do. We love yeah. to entertain, and we like when people leave to get more than their money's worth. Right, right. Thanks, Andy. I'm talking about. That's why you're the rodeo now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're the chosen one, Andy. Keeping it real. (laughs) That's why you're the chosen one. Who I want to introduce right now is Miss Rodeo America, Emma Cameron. Emma, thank you for coming on with us on Next Stop. Absolutely. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you. Talk about your reign as Miss Rodeo America and what everybody can look forward to seeing you here tonight. Yes, ma'am. So as Miss Rodeo America, I get the opportunity to do this full time, kind of like Andy and Dusty. I'm on the road all year and I kicked it off January 1st, so this is my fourth stop, and super excited to be here. I get to go to Florida from here and then up to North Carolina, so I'm doing a nice little tour of the Southeast, and rodeo queens, I think Andy was a rodeo queen in his last life. Yes, he was. I cry a lot. When you lose, Andy? Uh, not when I lose. I'm just very Andy emotional guy. <laughs> so what does it take, though, Emma? What does it take to become rodeo queen? And especially Miss Rodeo America. Yes, ma'am. So it's a lot like traditional pageants that you don't have a lot of down here in the South. Right. It, you, we are judged on our public speaking abilities, our interview abilities. They do a review of our resume. But instead of judging the talent, like singing or dancing, like you might see at a traditional pageant, they judge our horsemanship and right. our rodeo knowledge. So when I go to rodeos like this, I don't bring horses with me. I fly everywhere. So they bring me horses, and I'm expected to be to know, be able to go out into the arena and execute on them, and that's a big component you, of it. So I was from Miss Rodeo America in Las Vegas after the national finals rodeo. It's a 10-day rodeo in Las Vegas every year, and Miss Rodeo America pageant goes alongside that. So we spend eight days being judged by four individuals who okay. judge those things, our public speaking, our yeah. interview skills, and our leadership. Okay. I would love to see the horsemanship part. Now, that part, I think, is so amazing because – Aside from the regular pageants, that is not one of those <laughs> one of those categories that you get to compete in. How long have you been riding? I've been riding my whole life. I was very, very blessed, just kind of like Andy was talking about. Like that's all I've ever wanted to do. That's how how my life started, and who what made me who I am was growing up riding with junior rodeos and yeah. high school rodeos. As I got to college and took it a little more seriously, raised in rodeo in New Mexico, and then was. Blessed with the ministry of America. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you cry when it happened? I did. Okay, unlike, look at Andy. Unlike Andy, <laughs> not prior. So when I won and I was crying, I was like, first off, my eyelashes 
That's right. With this. That's right. <laughs> I was surprised, but it was emotionally. I've been doing pageants for 15 years, and Miss Radio America is a culmination of all of that. You can't go yeah. beyond Miss Radio America. Yeah. So. For that to work out, right? Emma, are you from here? Or are you from another state? No, ma'am. This is actually my first time to Mississippi. I'm from New Mexico. Come on now. So, yes, ma'am. We would have put. We we wouldn't have thought. <laughs> you don't have to tell nobody if you don't want to. <laughs> I think that we're with Miss Radio Mississippi at the Miss Radio America pageant last year. Okay. She's fabulous. I get to see her in the South and I'm so excited. Okay. How has your time been here in the state so far? Well, Jesse told me yesterday I look like I put on some pounds. You were, so, what was you eating? Fried stuff. <laughs> they keep me well fed down here. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> That's awesome. Who I want to introduce now, though, because I've got literally a trifecta in front of me. So I'm trying to make sure I get everybody in. Rodeo clown Dusty Myers. He looks sad, but he's smiling underneath that rodeo clown makeup. Um, Dusty, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Oh, and I'm probably the happiest person in Jackson. <laughs> believe it i believe it talk about rodeo clowns the importance of them and why they they always make such a good show here at the rodeo i don't think there's anything important about the rodeo clown no i do uh, i've been to a rodeo and y'all y'all are athletic well you must be talking about the professional bullfighters no 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 i'm talking about y'all running around like rodeo clowns well, well, i'm more of an entertainer and i'll tell you why i'm so excited <laughs> i am a homestay guy yeah i'm from mississippi i'm from Corinth, mississippi yeah east mississippi yeah. and i grew up watching this rodeo so to be a part of this rodeo is amazing i grew up watching the great lisa harris yeah uh he was my role model i watched him here when i was a kid and it's amazing to be in the same arena that him and rudy burns performed in for so many years right and to be working next to andy me and andy are a tag team right We're partners out there we have a lot of fun this week you're gonna see a great show and that's our big motto we're not just a rodeo we're a show we're the greatest show on dirt that's awesome that's awesome when did you know you wanted to become a rodeo clown as long as i can possibly remember i've got pictures of me two or three years old in clown makeup really yes my dad rodeo my dad was uh he was a regional rodeo clown uh, I grew up watching rodeo, and this is this is I'm living my dream. That's I wanted to do this awesome. when I was a kid, and and I get to do it for a living. Now. That is awesome, Dusty. What what all does it take if you want to become a rodeo clown? What kind of training do you go through? Uh, there's not really a school you go to. You just kind of it's the school of hard knocks. You get out there and you try it, and you try different things, and if it works, you you keep using that. If it doesn't work, you try something different. Right. Uh, there's not really a school you can. I've learned from so many guys in our business, and and. Working with Andy, Andy has been really good to work with over the years. He's given me a lot of tips, and he'll see something in one of my acts or one of my skits or even a joke and go, hey, maybe change this up or maybe do this. And it works. Yeah. And you stick. And sometimes accidents are the best things that can ever happen to you because then they yeah. become a part of the, the act itself. Yeah. But a lot of time, a lot of a lot of preparation goes on, a lot of behind-the-scenes things between every every job here. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes, especially here at the Dixie National, because it's such a big rodeo that nobody sees. Right. So we spend a lot of time working on on our product for each night. Right, right. Talk about the audience reaction and possibly the kids when they get to meet you. You know, we try to entertain. Andy said it earlier. We're, we're here for the whole family. Mm -hmm. We try to entertain everybody from a baby to the oldest person in the building. Mm -hmm. uh, the crowds are fun. I probably, me and Andy probably get along better down here than we do anywhere because we're familiar with the South. Yeah. We're from here. We know we can pick around. We can pick at the locals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's locals. where the jokes come from. <laughs> well, we are local. Andy lives a couple hours from here. I live a couple hours north. Yeah. So we know, but the, the crowds everywhere. You've got to kind of learn your crowds when you go to different places. But here, this is a fun crowd. All nine performances, all the music artists we're bringing in this week. I mean, 
I'm like him. Tracy Bird, no knock to any of them. Tracy Bird and Sammy Kershaw, I grew up listening to those guys, and I'm tickled to death. Uh, but some of these young performers are yeah. amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to hear them. Yeah. But yeah. I'm kind of old school like Andy. We, we grew up on Tracy Bird. And Y'all going to be out there tomorrow, baby. Y'all going to be out there tomorrow. Show up, show out. I'm ready to hear a double wide trailer, baby. <laughs> I used to stay in a single wide, so it would be nice to hear about a double wide. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. I want to know level of danger for each and every single one of y'all. Um, Dusty, you go first, because on a scale of one to ten, where are you at when you're out there in, in the in the in the ring? I'm in the arena the whole night. Uh it's dangerous no matter where you're what you're doing here at the rodeo. But I'm in the arena the whole time. So I've got to dodge horses, calves, steers. But during the bull riding, I'm in a clown barrel, which yeah. is about a hundred and fifty pound aluminum barrel. Yeah. And I've got two professional bullfighters. Here that protect me all week long. Cape Horse, which is from Mississippi, and Austin Rudolph. Right. And great bullfighters, but I'm kind of their safety island. They get in trouble. I pick up my clown barrel. I move it in. Right. And kind of give them a little bit of a safety spot. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So degree of, of danger for you is on 10. Well, <laughs> and from an announcer standpoint, my degree of danger is zero unless I stump my toe walking up the announcer. My job is more mentally demanding. Okay. I was, uh, I pretty much choreographed everything. I have to make sure I weave everything together. Yeah. All the different moving parts. And I, and I approach it like if you were to go to watch a play uh, as one act opens and then we close another act. It's my job to take you through that act. It's my, it's my job from that point to make the transition to what we're doing next. Yeah. Uh, with involvement with sponsors, because I'll let you know a little secret without great partnerships mm-hmm. with our sponsors, this event does not happen. So from that standpoint, my my level of danger is not high at all, but the level of responsibility that I have is pretty tremendous, uh, mentally taxing on me a lot of times. And uh, you just have to find a way to uh, work it out, that it all flows smoothly, and at the same time, uh, be able to work with Dusty and, and entertain the crowd. So there's a lot going on up there, uh, but I love every minute of it. Right, right, right. That's awesome. So degree of danger zero for Andy. Emma, what's your level? <laughs> I would say minimal also, maybe a little more dangerous than Andy because I, I do put my boots on the ground down there on the arena, but I'm super lucky that, like I said, I don't call my horses to these rodeos, yeah. but the stock contractors everywhere take such good care of me. Harper Morgan brings me a horse to this rodeo and it's actually the horse I got to ride last week in Lake Charles, Louisiana, so I'm already pretty familiar with them and Super grateful for that. You get to know all these guys going down the road, and they take good care of you. Yeah. Especially compared to minimal compared to the athletes out there who are, you know, putting everything on the line to try to make a living. I'm lucky to get to go down the road and do this no matter what. And they're right. out there putting everything on the line so that they can feed their families. And that's a different different level. That's awesome. That's awesome. What do you want everybody to know about why they should come out to the rodeo today, or for the, all those days? Rodeo is unlike anything you'll ever experience. We talk about how, you know, Louis Vuitton and Ralph Lauren and everyone are making it cool to be cowboy in a yeah. way that no one's ever experienced yeah. before. And that's because it is cool to be cowboy. And this is your opportunity to come experience that in your home state, in your hometown here in Jackson. And we'll be here in the next three weeks ready to do that for you and make a good time. That's awesome, y'all. So awesome. I love it. I love it. Andy, any parting words? that you want to leave our audience with to let them know? Uh, you know, get your tickets. It's either, you know, it, you're going to miss out. It, I can't uh, I can't stress enough the level of entertainment that this event is. And 
again, it's just true Americana. And I think in today's times, um, I've seen rodeo bring a lot of people together. Right. A lot of people. Right. Um, and rodeo being the original American sport and what she talked about, about being cowboy, you know, that's just something inside you that's a, a desire to, to work hard, to face your fears. Right. And to be successful. So, uh, you know, you have to work through injury, especially when you look at our cowboys. They, they don't take time off the turf, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're right. So the whole lifestyle of rodeo and the whole image of rodeo is is very attractive to all people. Right. And uh, that's one thing that I'm very proud of about rodeo. You need to come out and see the show. You'll have a great time. You'll really, if you're not into agriculture, you'll really get an opportunity to come over to Trademark and, mm-hmm. and see different things and see just how important agriculture is to the state of Mississippi, how important rodeo is to our country. It right. is the original sport. It's been around and it's still is stronger now than it's ever been. We've seen record numbers over the last, since the pandemic, uh, record numbers of attendance, and it continues to grow, record number of entries. Uh, in the, you know, the good book says you'll know a tree by the fruit that it bears. That's well, right. tree's heavy with fruit right now in rodeo. That's uh, right. So we're, we're very successful and something we're very proud of. And we just want to introduce as many people as we can, especially young people, uh, to our sport and let them know just how special it is. And there are opportunities for young people out there, athletes to come in and get scholarships and, uh, you know, pay their way through college and then have a very successful career right. uh, in rodeo, just like other sports. So um, we're just, we're building and continuing to build and entertain and you owe it to yourself to come buy a ticket and bring your family. You'll have a great time. Make sure y'all do that now. Now, Emma, Dusty, and Andy, I thank all three of y'all for coming on Next Stop Mississippi today. If you want more information, I'm going to give you some more um, links that you can go to. Visit DixieNational.org. That'll get you all into what all is going on, all of the entertainment, all of the rodeo, um, the games, all of that is going to be right there. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dixie National Rodeo. But again, I thank all three of y'all for coming on. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partner, Java Chapman, Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi is out today, but we're traveling the state letting you know about the people, places, and events that make it great. And one of those places that make it great is the 59th Annual Dixie National Livestock Show and Rodeo. That'll be going on all the way through February 18th. If you need any more information, it's DixieNational.org. But the next guest... I'm going to go ahead and, and give him an awesome introduction, only because <laughs> I watch this man every day on American Idol, and I was just so proud. And then I got the call that I was able to interview you um, while you were on the show, and you came right on through. You talked to us <laughs> about everything. You gave us a little tidbit about all of it, and then you made it literally to the finale, and I am just so proud to have you on. Everybody, American Idol finally. Analyst Colin Stowe has joined us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Colin, welcome. What's going on? What's going on, man? <laughs> Colin, how has the whirlwind been just repping the state and you, you, you know, you just your trajectory into country music now? I mean, it's craziness. Man, you know, it's kind of been, you know, like a I don't even got words for it, you know. It's just a change, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, something I'm blessed for, you know. You know, we, we stress a lot that I didn't, I never wanted to do this for, you know, the attention or anything. Right. I never did do it for that. I did it kind of has a message behind it. Yeah. You know, 
I want to be able to help others with my music, like music helped me. Right. So trying to stay, you know, hard on that. Right. Really, you know, helping out a lot. Right, right, right. Talk about, though, you know, coming out of the state, you know how humble and just real we are here. Oh, yeah. And then you get out of the state and you meet a whole bunch of different people and you try to hold on to that humble and real. Have you been doing it? (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's that's something I live by. You know, I I live by, you know, being humble and being grateful, you know, just the way I was brought up, you know, and man, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I moved out, I was like, "This ain't no Mississippi. <laughs> this ain't Mississippi. This ain't." Mississippi. What was the first thing you noticed? What the food? <laughs> no, so, well, so, man, we, we was out in L.A. and I ain't gonna lie to you. For about three days, I looked for a ribeye. I never found it. Never found it. <laughs> Not the way it was supposed to be. No. Well, we reached out. You know, I'm the only one there in California that's wearing a pearl snap shirt and snakeskin boots. Right. And uh, I asked that woman, I said, what kind of steak y'all got? She said some weird thing. I said, you ain't got no regular ribeye? Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, they brought me a steak. had all this green stuff on it. I, I just ain't, I mean, it was some parsley. Take, yeah, I'll take a chocolate photo. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was the first big thing I noticed we got a national, you know, they got some real good states up there. Yeah. But, uh, That's almost like home up there. It is beside the city. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like home. Man, I just, I, I'm not a city guy. Right, 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 right. Excuse me, but I mean, if I can't piss off my front porch, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's me That's awful. I always, you know, the hustle and bustle makes my, my nerves a little bad because, you know, I love the the slow life country. So when I go to New Orleans, I'm like, whoa, you know? Man, my old lady, she wanted to go to New York for Christmas. Yeah. Too. I've been up there. And I didn't leave nothing up there, so I ain't I decided I wasn't going back. She <laughs> <laughs> wanted to go, so I thought you got to take it. You know, we're too fish out of water up there compared to all them folks. Right. It's too slow. Can't figure out how to get a ride. Right. What's the reception though when you open up and start talking to people when you're in New York, Colin, or wherever that's not from here? So, all right. <laughs> so, all right, let me hear you. So, we were sitting down at this spaghetti restaurant, right? Okay. And I told that man, I told him I want spaghetti and a couple meatballs. You know? And I said, spaghetti and a couple meatballs. Yeah. And he, he kind of said something back to me, and that's when my girlfriend kind of took it up and was like, you know, spoke for me. You know, my. my my speaking language has got better. I you understood know. what you know. I mean, you want a spaghetti with two meatballs. I heard exactly. that. <laughs> some, you know, some people don't. Like when we was out there, when we was out in California, I was asking this woman for a large drink. She kept trying to give me mayonnaise. So I don't know. A but, large drink, mayonnaise. I don't. I don't see the correlation. I don't either. But now, you know, I've hung out with these more proper folks, and I've kind of learned how to talk, you know, a little bit, but. No, that's another crazy thing, man. Right. They don't understand. Right, right, right. And that's that's one thing I wanted to do when we dropped our first project is I wanted to, you know, get something out there where people can say, okay, well, this might not be his style style and what he wants to sing here. Because we don't have a genre. You know, I sing anything and everything that touches my soul. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm really glad that we did. You know, like Promised Land, that's my hometown, you know, and... Or about my hometown and everything. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, the new single, talk about that. That's what I want to know. The faith, um, I, I still talk to Jesus. Talk about that. 
Man, all right. So that's actually that's someone up there has got a crazy story. It, it gives me gooseys every time we talk about it. So we're we're sitting in LA, right? And they're trying to find me a song, and, I, and I'm just not loving what they're, they're pitching me and stuff. Right. And um, and I was kind of on the edge because usually I want to write a song if I put it out. Right. You know, it, I just feel like it means more. Well, anyway, this song right here made me change my mind about that because. The manager brought it in. I started listening to it. I told her, I said, I'm, I'm not cutting pops on. I said, I, I'm not. I ain't no pop. I, said, I ain't cutting no pop. Right. Well, I got a second verse, and I sat on the bed, and I was in tears, crying my eyes out. Yeah. I said, Dang, man, I was going through a kind of rough stage, you know. I was in LA, and you know, I, I wanted to be there and finish the show, but I want to go home too. You know, I got a lot. I got a lot of roots here. You know. And uh, we cut it, man. And um, that song still lives with me every single day. Right. You know, that's the only song. Like if, if I'm listening to my Spotify and my songs come on, that's the only song I'll let play. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, man, I love that song. You know, it was, it was it was an amazing choice to go ahead and you know put that out. And uh, man, it's right. I don't know. I think I think you know. I think rodeo is big. I think music's big. But I think faith is even bigger. That's so, right. That's right. That's, that's right. The way I went with it. I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know. It's just, it's crazy to sit here and believe, you know, I'm doing something like this where, you know, we're playing play thousands of people or hundreds of people, you know, and, you know, getting moved, you know, right, trying right. to change the world, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. a little better place. That's awesome. That's awesome. Talk about headlining and opening up for artists like KG and Drake White. How has that tour life, road life been? Man, it's been busy. That's what it's been. <laughs> no, man, we, uh... We've had amazing opportunities. You know, we've headlined a bunch of shows and we've opened for, I mean, PG, Zurich White, 38 Special, I mean, Randy Howard, you know, and, and all it does is build friendships. And I love that because, you know, like for example, Randy Howard, you know, he's been in this business a whole lot longer than I have. Yeah. You know, and I've always raised, you know, respect, you know, who's older than you and, you know, because they're more, nine times out of 10, they're going to be more wise about it. Right, right, right. You know, so we kind of got buddies and, you know, stuff like that, well, man. Then he hits me a few days. What's your number, man? Let's get over here and write. Yeah. So that's kind of a whirlwind. You know, man, I live my life one day at a time. Yeah. Because, hell, you don't know if tomorrow's coming or not. You're right about that. So I take it one step at a time. You're right about that. And uh, it's just, I think it, when you don't expect something, when the least happens, you still show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're right about that. So, You're right about that. I have got the man with the plan here with me, Commissioner Andy Gibson. Commissioner, thank you so much for joining us here on Next Side Mississippi. Well, well, I want to thank you for having me, and it's a delight to be back with you. I think we did this last year, and I enjoyed it, and I'm glad you're back. We did. We're, we're going to have a great time. We did, Andy. I am so glad you're back. You have brought one. i got to talk about this stuff for a second. He has brought a goodie bag full of Mississippi stuff. I have got a Mississippi mud-dyed T-shirt out of the river. Um, we've got some Delta Grind grits here. We've got the Grumpy Man made in Mississippi, mild salsa. We've got some cheese straws coming right out of here, out of the state. Some Mississippi Magnolia Blend coffee and some Oxford Falls comeback salad dressing. I've got dinner for the night. You, <laughs> you, you sure do. You know, we, we, we are really proud, and one of my main jobs is to promote Mississippi and all the great things that, that our people produce. Right, right. Every one of these products made in Mississippi, and you can shop for them when you come to the Dixie National and the Trademark. We're having a Rodeo Days uh, show right now at the Trademark during the Rodeo. Mm -hmm. This first weekend, it's Trade Days. 
The second weekend is a uh, wildlife and outdoor show, Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Show. Okay. But all the week, all during the show, you can shop for local food like this Mississippi made products and uh, a great crafted products. Everything grown, raised, crafted, and made, but we do it the best in Mississippi, don't That's we? That's awesome. As you know we do. Colin was just talking about how he couldn't get a ribeye outside of the state. So you already know how we do it here. We know. We know how to get it done. We do. Andy, tell everybody what they need to know about this year's Dixie National Livestock Show and Rodeo. Well, we just finished up the livestock shows for our young people. The 4-H and FFA kids were here all the last couple of weeks showing their, their animals that they raised, whether it was cows or goats, sheep, and pigs. And they had the sale of champions yesterday. And I'm pleased to report we raised another record amount for scholarships for these young people, $484,000 last time we checked. It's continually going up because people are still donating funds. Now we're kicking off the rodeo tonight at uh, night at seven o'clock. Okay. This tonight, February ninth, the very first show. We'll have two shows tomorrow at two and seven, and then another rodeo on Sunday at two o'clock. In the all of that's in the Coliseum. When you come, you can shop for these great products and all the other vendors that are set up in the trademark here, awesome. and uh, have a great time. Bring your family. It's going to be a fantastic start to the road. That's awesome. Talk about the agricultural piece and why that's so important. Well, you know, agriculture has always been our number one industry in the state of Mississippi. Mm -hmm. It always has been, and it is today. Most people may not realize that, but we're still the number one industry, the number one employer. So all these products, everything that we eat began on the farm somewhere, and we want to support that, uh, whether it is beef, and we do it in a big way with the Dixie National. And uh, we have the uh, the Mississippi Beef Council, which is a sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. We promote all of these great things. And when you come out, you're actually supporting our farmers and supporting our greatest industry. Yeah. The, the folks that keep us fed and clothed and a roof over our heads, that's our farmers. Right. So this is a way to thank them. Come out and support Mississippi agriculture. Right. I actually love, I've learned a little tidbit about Mississippi agriculture. All of our chicken that we eat in our stores comes from the state. Yeah. And I didn't know that because somebody told me that. Let, let me tell you, chicken is the number one industry. And I, I'll tell you a little secret about uh, the, the, the chicken business. There's a, some major processing plants located in Mississippi. Big chicken companies, all of them began on this farm, uh, usually a small farm, a family farm mm -hmm. in Mississippi. They, the chickens go there. And I went to a plant where they were processing 400,000 chickens a day. I said, where is all that chicken going? <laughs> They said, <laughs> yeah, that's what he, And then when he got through laughing, he said, two-thirds of it's going to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Just about all of it. That's right. Almost all of it, 400,000 birds a day, two-thirds of it's going to Chick-fil-A, and that's just one plant. Awesome. So when you enjoy a good Chick-fil-A sandwich, you're probably wrapping your lips around Mississippi chicken. Awesome, awesome. Now, Andy, I want everybody to know why they need to come out here as soon as possible to the rodeo. The tickets are going soon. Get them at the box office here at the Coliseum, or if you have to go online, go to Ticketmaster.com. Get, you get the best tickets by getting them early, so we encourage you to get them and come on out. I look forward to seeing you. Y'all make sure y'all do that. Commissioner Gibson, I love you every time you come on. You're just such a great person, and thank you again for being here with us at the at the rodeo live. Thank you. To God be the glory. God bless you. Y'all make sure y'all go out there. DixieNational.org. Again, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I want to thank all my guests 
from today's live. Of course, Commissioner Andy Gibson, American Idol's own Colin Stowe, and then we had the rodeo queen, the rodeo clown, and the rodeo announcer. This is where you need to be. 59th annual Dixie National Livestock Show and Rodeo. You've been listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.